This is Blue Zoo Bird, presented by KT, a show dedicated to pet enthusiasts. Here's your host, Frank Reese. Welcome to Blue Zoo Bird, presented by KT. Appreciate everybody for joining us. As you know by now, as I always say, we are several different ways you can get us on the podcast side of things. We're on iTunes. I think we've had uh, literally every single every single show, of course, is up on iTunes. It's also up on Spotify, which we just added not too long ago. You can pick that up on your phone, especially iTunes. I think they're making iTunes go away at some point, but that's why we added Spotify and SoundCloud as well. And podcasts.com if you want to hear any of the past shows for Blue Zoo Bird. When we come back from this quick break, we will have our newest, bestest friend, Laura Joseph from the Animal Behavior Center, back with us in a minute. This is Blue Zoo Bird presented by KT. At KT, we know pets are part of the family. We believe in the incredible connection between people and their pets. That's why we are dedicated to providing the highest quality foods, habitats, and accessories to assure your pet's health and happiness. We create products you can trust because like you, we have a passion for pets. For over 150 years, the experts at KT have put their hearts into everything they do, establishing KT early on as an innovator in small animal and pet bird nutrition and care. KT is at the heart of healthy, happy pets. Welcome back to the show. We are joined by Laura Joseph from the Animal Behavior Center. Hey, Laura, thanks for joining us again. How you doing? Good, Frank. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. Um, we had you on last time, and you were talking about what the Animal Behavior Center is. You did a great job. The coffee with the critters on Sunday mornings at 9 on Facebook. Fantastic. Thanks. Uh, because the host is a horrible host. He forgot to ask you, though, and I'd like to catch up on that, if you travel to locations, and if people can request at times, you coming and talking. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of my time is spent traveling. Um, I'll travel anywhere around the world. Um, yeah, I travel and I speak and, and teach, give workshops for um, organizations, shelters, wildlife rehab centers, zoos, um, a group of people that want to get together. Um, so I travel for that, and I can also live stream presentations. Awesome. So I want to talk specifically a little bit today about um, a subject that we get some emails on, and that's caring for special needs birds, and obviously it also falls under, for you, animals. So is there, um, I would imagine, there are some special things you need for the special needs birds and animals of the world? Education. That's the special thing you need, just knowing how to do better. Um, I do work with, I love working with special needs because I love empowering those animals that people think are limited or can't do anything because, or can't do certain things because they can't see, they can't hear, uh, they're mentally challenged or physically challenged. Another special needs is abnormal repetitive behaviors, uh, also known as stereotypical. Um, I like taking the underdog, so to speak, and just making them thrive through um, giving them choices, control, and complexities in their environment. Is there such a thing as, as you, maybe I'm using the wrong term, but as you break through with some of the special needs birds and animals, that you see a change in the bird or animal? Like it, I don't want to say it's 
oh, happier, yeah. but maybe it has more enthusiasm <laughs> or is more enthusiastic? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I do what I do. Um, a lot of people think these special needs animals need to be catered to, that they can't do something because they can't see or they can't hear. What I do is I come in and I watch, well, what can they do? What are they moving towards? And then I empower them by giving them positive reinforcers for taking those extra steps in the direction that I need them to. Um, we have several special needs here, but not limited to at the Animal Behavior Center. We have a deaf and, deaf and blind dog. We have a deaf dog. We had a um, blind bird, a bird with no eyes. Um, and we have several with abnormal repetitive behaviors and we're, they can do pretty much anything the other animals can do. They just can't hear or they can't see or they can't see in here. And when people see them doing the things that every other animal does, it's a very educational eye-opening experience. And so this helps me tell people, stop putting these barriers on, their, on your animals because they may thrive by doing the very things you can't, you don't think they can do. Have you had, has there been, and I'm sure there has, uh, you've probably seen just about everything, but if there, has there been a circumstance or two where maybe somebody has had a special need bird or animal, didn't really know it and came oh, to you yeah. and found out that way? Oh yeah. I remember one specifically, um, a woman came to me at uh, where I was given a presentation and she brought me her bird and she sat it down in front of me and I was just watching what her bird was doing. And I kind of moved around it and I said, do you know your bird is blind in the left eye? And she was completely shocked. Wow. Had no idea. Yeah. And how I found out is the bird stopped responding to me when I approached his left side. And then I snapped my fingers in front of his eye real quick and he didn't jerk. And I went around to the other side, snapped his, my finger in front of his eye and he did jerk. I said, yeah, you might want to take him to see your veterinarian. You know, it's, <laughs> I know it's simplistic when I say it, but bird or animal, owning it, 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 it's, you know, it's like owning, a, I shouldn't say owning a kid, it's like having a kid, right? It's observation. I mean, you have to be observant. Like if you have fish, you have to be observant of what's going on. I'm not saying she should or shouldn't have known that, but I, I just think having the responsibility of any animal, you have to be a little uh, observant of things. Sure, sure. Um, we have people come here to the center. I've had one person in particular where they were watching our dog, Snow. Um, that's her name, Snow. She's deaf, so she can't hear. She's blind. She can't see. And she knows her way around this 10,000 square foot center. And he opened up the door to go from one room to the other. And it's, it's within seconds after he opened the door, she stood up and walked out it. And he goes, she can see. And I was like, <laughs> she has no eyes. She can't see. What she did, what did happen is she felt the temperature, the air temperature difference. She smelt the smell, the difference in the smells between the two rooms. Um, she felt me move. So it's all those little observations that um, these animals adapt and they adapt very well. So what would, what would be your advice if someone has a special needs bird is really educate yourself, do some due diligence, find out what's Absolutely. going on? You know, Frank, if I can say this, contact me. Um, we have special needs birds here. We have one that is extremely well known. Um, 
if you have a special needs birds, one of the best piece of advice I can give you is what does the bird do? What can it do? What do you want it to do? Start gathering those reinforcers and come up with a plan. And, and, and some people, like I said before in the last interview, some people take too big of steps. Just start basic recall. If you have a blind bird, start basic recall from, which means calling it to you from one end of the perch inside of its cage to the other. Um, you can sit there and vocalize with it and it's going to follow your voice. And as soon as it starts doing that, deliver a positive reinforcer, such as a head scratch or its favorite nut, and then go to the other side of the cage, start asking. That's just a basic beginning. Um, and you can, you can go from there. Uh, I can tell you a story, which, which I will eventually, um, that don't limit these animals by thinking they can't do things because you'd be amazed at what they can do. She is Laura Joseph from the Animal Behavior Center. Um, you can check her out every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Is that 9 a.m. Eastern? Yes. Okay, it's a live stream. It's called Coffee with the Critters. It's a one-hour live stream. Um, and I would imagine you have a lot of fun with that show. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, it's just kind of on the fly and it's very educational, a lot of fun. I really engage with the people that, that follow and attend. You can also go to the website, theanimalbehaviorcenter.com for more information. Laura, thank you for always coming on and uh, we'll get you on again and talk about the story that I think everybody wants to hear. Sure, absolutely. You're welcome, Frank. Thanks, Laura. This is Blue Zoo Bird presented by KT. Remember, don't forget to check out the KT website. It's K-A-Y-T-E-E.com for more information about all the avian needs you need and maybe stuff you didn't even think you needed. This has been Blue Zoo Bird. Thanks for listening. <laughs>